Hello there, my name is Sabrina. Welcome to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Are you a homeschooling mama? Either a first timer, or maybe you've already been at it for years. Maybe you're just thinking about it. I want to encourage you on this journey. Tune in every week to learn hard-won wisdom, practical advice, and tips from other homeschooling moms. You can do this. Welcome back to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Today, in my Tips for Back to School series, I'm going to talk about how to deal with distractions in your homeschool day. Because the hours you devote to teaching your children one-on-one are so important, it's critical to make a plan now for how you're going to deal with those inevitable distractions. I'm going to dive right in and talk first about one of the worst distractions, but also one of the simplest to plan for ahead of time, and that is your cell phone. I say simplest to deal with because it is something that you, and only you, actually control. How do I do that, you wonder? Well, here goes. Yes, it sounds crazy, but you can decide to turn it off, or put it on silent, or airplane mode. You can put it in another room during your set school hours. Get it out of your sight. It may sound extreme, but I think this is the only way to deal with it. The constant buzzing of incoming texts and notifications lighting up, pinging, or whatever it does, it's just too tempting to ignore. And once you pick it up and have it in your hand, there's always that tendency to scroll through whatever else has come up since you, lo- since you last looked at it. It's addicting, we know. Another reason to put some distance between you and that phone is that when you're constantly returning texts as they come in, people come to expect that you're available at a moment's notice. So make that decision now that during the hours of, say, 9 to 12 noon or 9 to 3 p.m. or whatever your school hours are, that you'll put that phone in a different room. Maybe allow yourself to check it during the lunch hour, but other than that, keep it out of the school area and let your kids know the plan so that they can keep you accountable. Remember, we didn't even have smartphones 10 years ago, and we all survived just fine without them, so we can put them away for a few hours. Your kids will know that you're not really present if you're looking at your phone constantly. Years ago, way before iPhones, when my children were toddlers, if I was on my phone, the old-fashioned kind, they knew it was a good time to get into mischief. I'd be chatting away and realize that it had gotten way too quiet in the house. Sure enough, they'd be into something. Kids know how distracting phones are, any kind of phone. And just one more important part of dealing with that cell phone issue, give your family and friends a heads up that your phone is off during school hours so that they expect that. No one thinks an office worker takes personal cell phone calls during the workday. It's the same for you. 
your homeschooling hours are off limits. They're your work hours because that is your job, your career as a homeschooling mom. You have to set the boundaries and remind people of them. Let's move on to distraction number two. And this one can be a little trickier to deal with because it involves people rather than phones. It's the one that goes like this. Since you're home anyway, I want to repeat those four little words. Since you're home anyway, because you're probably going to hear them from well-meaning family and friends. Can I just come by for coffee and a chat? Or I need some advice. Or can I just drop off a couple of kids for you to babysit since you're home anyway? Or can you provide daycare for my kids since you're home anyway? I actually got this daycare request several times during my homeschool years. It's hard because you want to be generous and helpful with family and friends. I remember wondering whether it was selfish not to be available. But the truth is, it just doesn't work with homeschooling. So again, you have to set the boundaries and let people know up front and in a matter-of-fact way that homeschool hours are off limits, especially if you're a person who has a hard time saying no. Be firm in your own mind that your career is homeschooling your children. And by all means, do have the coffee get-togethers, but just do it on the weekends or in the evenings. The last distraction I'll talk about is having little ones underfoot while you're schooling older children. If you have a large family, chances are you'll need to keep the babies, the toddlers, or the preschoolers happy and occupied. A few helpful ideas are to give them their own one-on-one -on -one time each day. Have daily reading time with them or outside time, whatever they like to do, but let them feel like they get their own special time with you. If you have preschoolers who want to do school like the big kids, get them some little beginning skills workbooks so they feel like they're part of the important business of learning too. Another trick is to have a box of quiet, busy toys that you bring out only during school hours. I especially like Lori toys, L-A-U-R-I-E. They're available at Rainbow Resources or Amazon. Lori toys have lots of great kits for preschoolers with soft foam shapes, colors, letters, lace-up cards, stackers, sorters, you name it. All things great for developing fine motor skills, and they provide lots of quiet fun for your toddlers and preschoolers. Also, of course, make good use of your little one's nap times to teach the older kids. These are all pretty obvious ideas and ones that you moms of large families have probably already figured out. I only mention it in case you're new to homeschooling this year and wondering what to do with the littles. When I started homeschooling my older kids, I also had a four-year-old boy and a baby boy, not yet one. It was definitely challenging to figure out ways to keep them happy and occupied. Every family and situation is unique, but we all share the desire to make our homeschool days run as smoothly as possible. 
Making a plan to deal with the inevitable distractions will go a long way to ensuring this. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you found this helpful. I'd love to hear your ideas on working around distractions. Message me on Instagram at Homeschooling Journey Podcast. That's all one word. And hit that little share button to send this episode to your friends who are jumping into the new school year. And if you'd really like to help me grow this podcast, I'd be very grateful if you'd take a moment to rate and review it on Apple or wherever else you listen. Thanks so much.